Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 328 and session number, wait for it, wait for it, 100. Can you believe it? We've actually made it to session 100 of Ask Scott, and I am I'm so thrilled. I am excited. I am fired up. I'm literally sweating here. I'm so fired up because we made it, right? We made it to session 100 and that's something in itself. It's like I always talk about. It's like setting those goals and then going out there and reaching them and then high-fiving when you hit certain goals. Well, I mean, everyone wants to get to 100 of something or 50 of something or even 25 of something. I just kind of go in those blocks. Uh, I mean, just recently, I started, you guys have probably heard this, and started my T25, my Beachbody, you know, program that I'm doing there. And, uh, you know, it's been about 40 days since I've been doing that. And today I'm at 13 pounds down, which is kind of crazy, uh, that in just that short period of time, I was able to do that. And you can see like the graph and all that stuff. So everyone loves that stuff. Well, hitting a hundred episodes or sessions of Ascot is pretty awesome because that means that you guys are enjoying them and that I'm giving value and I want to keep doing these. I want to do another hundred. I really, truly do. So I've got some cool things I want to talk about here. Number one is I'm going to do something that I don't normally do, and that is I'm going to do a 30-minute coaching call, and I'm going to tell you guys how you guys can enter to win this. We're going to let this run for about three weeks. This is airing on March 3rd, at least it should be, and that's on a Friday, uh, and then we're going to let this run till March 24th, So, and I'm going to tell you how to enter. It's really super simple. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to give away a 30-minute coaching call with me and not just me, but also Chris Schaefer. So you're going to get us on Skype 30 minutes and we will go into any different topic, any any part of your business, any part of your startup, wherever you want to go, we will go and we'll help you for 30 solid minutes. That's a $1,000 value because each of us, about $500 a half hour is generally what it's going for, but I don't even do it. So I guess it's even more valuable because I don't even really do those. Um, I'm also going to do some random t-shirt giveaways. I've got, uh, I've got a few different t-shirts that we've had made and I don't have a ton, but I've got a limited amount. I'm going to go ahead and start doing some random drawings there. And again, the drawings will be at this place where you guys are going to go to enter. And I'm going to tell you how to enter. It's really easy, totally free. It's just a a way for me to really be able to give back to you guys and have a little fun in the process. All right. So here's all you have to do. All right. You have to go. I'm going to create a Facebook post. And in that Facebook post, I'm going to talk a little bit about what I'm mentioning here. But all you have to do is number one, just tell me how long have you been a TAS podcast listener? That's it. Just that one thing. And then secondly, Number two is what is the one thing that you can think of that the podcast has helped you with since listening? So that's it. So one, how long have you been a listener? And two, what is one thing that the podcast has helped you with since listening? That's it. So how do you enter? Well, you head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash tell, T-E-L-L. So theamazingseller.com forward slash tell. And just tell me those two things. That's all you have to do. Obviously, if you want to elaborate a little bit, if you want to tell me how you find the po- found the podcast or what else it's done to you and your life and all of that, like, tell me that. I'd love to hear that, but I want to keep it simple. I want you guys to be able to enter. I don't want it to be like a, a huge amount of work, and I want to be able to give away that 30-minute coaching call absolutely free, and 
I want to also give away some random t-shirts. I'm not sure how many I'm going to give away, probably like three or four. And, uh, you know, I've got some limited sizes. I've got a take action shirt that I just had printed. I've only had 15 of those printed, actually only 15 of them. I was doing a test run. So it'll be maybe one or two of those. Um, I've got the original, the amazing seller t-shirt with the garlic press and Brody on the front. And then I've got some TAS breakthrough lives. I got one from Denver. I've got one from Arizona. So it's going to be fun. I'm just going to randomly go out there and select people that actually take action and go over there and tell me how long have you been a podcast listener and two, what is the one thing the podcast has helped you with since listening? That's it. It's as simple as that. Uh, Now, you can tell I'm really fired up and I'm not even kidding. I have a sweatshirt on right now. I am sweating. Like I'm working, I'm I'm working out right now by going through this. I'm really fired up because when I get to a milestone like this, I think it's worth celebrating, and I think you guys should also celebrate, and you guys always hear me talk, you know, about that one thing on Friday that I want to convey to you that I might be thinking about, or that maybe it's just that one word. Well, today is really about celebrating, like celebrate those mini victories or those small wins, as I talked about maybe, I think it was last Friday or the Friday before, I forget, I can't keep track anymore, but It's like celebrate, like give yourself permission to celebrate. And it could be just, I got my sourcing done and I've got the, you know, the sample ordered or yes, high five yourself. Like right now, literally high five yourself. That's a big thing. A lot of people might not make it to that, that, uh, that point in, in the journey because they give up too early. Like give yourself credit, like give yourself room to celebrate and feel good about that and enjoy the process. So my thought today that I want to convey to you that I want you to keep in mind is celebrate a little bit when you, when you have a milestone that you reach like today. We've just reached, you know, session 100 of Ask Scott. Like, that's a big deal. So let's celebrate that. Now, I probably could have celebrated it at 25 and at 50, but I don't know, 100 just made me say like, wow, that's a pretty big deal, Scott. You've been doing this for over 100 weeks, and that's where the Ask Scott originally came from. Is And I didn't know I was going to do 100 episodes. I just thought maybe I would do a few and see what would happen and see how everyone, you know, liked it and enjoyed it, and it 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 worked out pretty good. Everyone is still enjoying it and questions are still pouring in. So that also reminds me, if you have a question that you want me to answer on an upcoming Ask Scott session, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash ask and just do that. The other thing that we've set up now recently that you can also leave a voicemail is if you've taken action in some way, shape or form, I want to hear about it. And I want you to go over to theamazingseller.com forward slash action. And then just put a little voicemail there, two, three minute long uh, audio message and tell me what you've done. Let's celebrate together. Like, I want to hear that. I want to share that. I I want you to be able to feel as though you can reach out to people and celebrate. And I want to be one of those people. All right. So definitely do that. Now, before we jump into today's questions, which we're going to answer questions, trust me, uh, that's why we're here. Uh, But the show notes, the transcripts, as always, will be found at this episode. So that'll be theamazingseller.com forward slash 328. That link there for this little contest that we're doing will be there as well. And the way that we're going to do the contest, just to kind of let you guys know, is I'm going to, as you guys are submitting these, so as they come in, they're going to come in in an order. We're going to do a randomized, uh, it's like a little tool called random.org, I believe it is. And you just enter the amount of numbers of all of the comments that come in. So let's just say there's 100 comments or 200 comments. We'll put that into the randomizer tool. We'll hit select. It'll random randomly select a number. And if you were the 50 50th person to post a comment, well, you'll be the winner if 50 is the number. 
Hopefully that makes sense. So that's how we're going to do it. And then the t-shirt thing, maybe we'll do maybe four or five more times and wherever those numbers fall, then we'll contact you through Facebook. So obviously you're going to be on Facebook. You're going to be in the TAS group. We'll find you after you post this. We'll send you a direct message. And then this way here, we can get you uh, all the info to grab your prizes when that is. And that end date is March 24th. So if you're listening to this after March 24th, sorry, you're not going to be able to get into this one, but hey, maybe you'll get in on the 50th one or maybe on the 200th one because we're going to probably do those a little bit sooner than later, uh, but definitely uh, go over there and still let us know. You know, you don't have to go in there just to win the prize. Go over there to to connect with other people and also share and and also read what other people are saying. You know, because that's inspiring, that's motivating, that'll also push you through any uh, you know any sticking points that you might have. So, all right, guys, like I said. It's, it's okay to celebrate. I'm going to celebrate right now and I'm not going to feel bad about it. I think we should. All right. So give yourself permission to celebrate. All right, guys, let's go ahead and let's dive into today's first question. I will give you my answer and uh, yeah, it's going to be awesome as usual. Let's do it. Hi, Scott. My name is Ralph. Uh, I have a couple of questions for you. I just discovered your podcast about a week ago and uh, I really appreciate everything you've been doing with all the information. Uh, I've been implementing uh, the different things that you uh, talked about on each of your podcasts, um, but I have a, I feel that I'm late to the party. I feel like I'm late getting started, and I don't know how many opportunities are out there still that I can actually be successful doing this. So I just want to know if you could speak to that a little bit um, as far as me, uh, anyone being too late. Uh, secondly, I, I completed listening to episode 56. And in that episode, you talked to interview Greg from Jungle Scout. And in that episode, he gave the cheat sheet, um, the cheat sheet, you know, where I can actually use that as a gauge to determine uh, what the sales per day are according to the BSR rankings. Uh, I just want to know if I can still use that as a gauge or a guide right now, or is there an updated version that um, I should look to use and not use that one. So if you can speak to those two questions, I greatly appreciate it. Uh, once again, I appreciate everything you've done already. I uh, hope to meet you one day and get you a cup of coffee. Okay, have a great day. Hey, Ralph, thank you so much for the question, and thank you so much for being one of our new listeners. I mean, one week, that's awesome. I'm so happy to hear that because that means that I'm still reaching new people, and it's great. So, okay, great questions. Uh, I'm going to address each of those. Number one, I'm going to start with, and I get this one quite a bit, Scott, am I too late to the game? Like, am I too late to be able to sell products on Amazon? That's usually the question. And I want to take a step back. I want to ask you a question now. I want to ask you, do you think that all of the businesses or the e-commerce businesses out there, do you think that they're the only ones now in the world that will ever be able to sell to people that are looking for certain products? Like Amazon, eBay, your own website, Etsy, uh, Walmart.com, Sears.com. Do you think just because people have already established themselves into a platform that there's no room in the market for us to go in there and create products that are better or we differentiate them better or we have a better brand. Like I look at that as there's always going to be opportunity. Going back to, and this isn't really, I guess, uh, exactly of what you're talking about here, but it is very similar as far as like years ago, I'm saying years ago, three, four years ago in internet years, that's a, that's a long time ago, but 
you know, you used to be able to go out there and throw up a website with four or five pages and start ranking for certain keywords. And there was a whole strategy behind that. It was a shortcut in a sense. And then you would rank a website in Google. You'd start getting traffic. You'd start getting clicks on ads and then you'd start making money on ads and then you'd be making money on AdSense and all these different things. And then all of a sudden Google, you know, makes an update and all of a sudden everything changes. And then the the guys that wanted or the girls, guys, whatever, that wanted the easy route, they kind of went away and tried to do something new. Well, here's the deal. All right. Things are going to change. There's always going to be new coming into the market. There's always going to be people like me talking about a business model and then giving further education, but it really comes down to you embracing the process, not going out there looking for a shortcut and from there creating good products and understanding marketing and understanding how to sell product or I shouldn't even say the word sell. I should say how to offer products that will help someone in a market whether it's help them fix a problem or whether it's help them do a job better or if it's if it's a, a better, you know, a better way of, uh, you know, maybe playing guitar or whatever it is, right? There's different things that you're going to be able to help that person in that market. All right, so now that I went on a little bit of a rant there, I apologize, but it's important stuff. This is really, really important stuff. But now let's talk about the resources that you were asking about with uh, Greg Mercer, and that was episode 56 that we talked about his tool, Jungle Scout, but also we talked about some resources that were included. And yes, they are updated generally on the page where you can go to check out that stuff for The Amazing Seller, and that is theamazingseller.com forward slash JS, and that is the page that will be updated with any resources that we have there for uh, the tool, okay? Uh, Now, the other thing I would do is definitely listen to episode 161 and also 189. 161 was me and Greg getting back on, having an open discussion about product research after we've done so many episodes after uh, 56, so we figured we would come back and kind of do another recap. We'll probably do that again soon, but uh, we did it on 161, so that's definitely a good one to listen to, and 189 is me going through and digging deeper through the numbers, so this way here, you're not just looking at the surface numbers, which I think is a big mistake that a lot of people make, and we go deeper, and uh, we actually run it through some criteria and some filters that I've kind of put in place, so this way here, we can look and make sure that the numbers all check out. So this way here, we're not going to be blindsided after we launch a product and go, oh, I should have looked and seen how long they've been selling uh, certain products, uh, different prices, different times of the year, different seasonality, uh, like all that stuff. We really want to go back in time in a sense and look at the history and that's what we do on 189. So definitely go check out that episode. I'll link everything up in the show notes as well. All right, guys, let's go ahead and listen to the next question and I'll give you my answer. Hey Scott, my name is Kelsey. I'm just getting into some of your content here and uh, I'm wondering about Amazon reviews and how to get started. We have uh, a a couple of products we're about to launch and obviously I want to start generating some reviews before we do uh, Amazon's PPC stuff and I know the rules are changing. So uh, what could you tell me about uh, how best to access my network of friends and family in order to generate reviews that won't get taken down. Um, I'm hoping for verified purchases. Like, you know, can we give people promo codes uh, or is Amazon not allowing that anymore? Or should we just pursue unverified reviews? 
you probably have content on this. Maybe you can point me towards the right, the right, the right uh, podcast or the right article. Thanks so much. Uh, my name is Kelsey. Uh, I'm in Los Angeles. Um, I own a marketing agency, and uh, and we're we're just launching our, our our own brand and our first products to sell on Amazon. Thanks so much, man. Thanks for your work. Hey, Kelsey, thank you so much for the question. I appreciate you being a new listener, and I just want to say thank you so much. So, yeah, I want to address this. I have already covered a lot on this uh, throughout the past episodes, but I'm going to give you my thoughts here today, but I'm also going to direct you to a couple of episodes, uh, fairly recent episodes, uh, and I'm going to give you those right now and anyone else listening. But episode, uh, let's see here, 279, which was a power hour that we did. We call it TAS Power Hour. We talked about review strategies and uh and that one there really does give you a little bit of reviews but also about how to build like an external launch list and things like that so that's definitely a good one to listen to the other one would be episode 267 and that one there was the future of reviews and amazon sellers and uh, that was a round table again that we did discussion wise so that would be another good one but i'm going to kind of give you the 30 or 60 second, hopefully, uh, thoughts on that right now. Now, you mentioned possibly giving out discount codes to your family members. Um, you can still do that technically if you have never been linked with each other. Um, you're not technically supposed to. I'm using the air quotes. Uh, within the terms of service, you're not supposed to give it out to family members. But what if you had a cousin that did honestly want to buy something from your store? I don't see that as being an issue, right? Like if you had a business and your cousin said, I want to buy that and you said, all right, but you know what? I'll give you 50% off this way here. You'll cover cost and, and all that stuff. And he's like, cool. And then he went over and he bought it. Like, I don't see that being a problem, but you know, Amazon does say in their terms of service that they do not want family members uh, buying product and leaving reviews. Okay. So maybe then again, your cousin wouldn't technically, and I'm using the air quotes again, be able to leave a review. I wouldn't really I wouldn't really go down that route anyway. And you said that you wanted to do that before you turned on Amazon pay-per-click. And in the past, I have said that I like to wait till I have at least five. But that was also when I was going at after a little bit more competitive uh, products, ones that had over 300 reviews. Now we're kind of switching things up where we're going after products that we don't really look at the reviews as being a selling feature as much. So that means that we almost always turn on pay-per-click day one, and that's part of the launch process now. So the launch process uh, really quickly is to uh, you know get your product listed, obviously, but then from there, have a launch list to go to or someone that has that list or a deal site of some kind. So this way here, you can start getting sales, and that could be 20% off, that could be 50% off. But then what you'll want to do, and this is the big one here, you cannot go to, let me just kind of give you a little timeout here real quick or anyone listening, timeout. Um, we do not want to go to a deal site where they are saying, we are giving deals in exchange for reviews. No, we do not want that. We want people that are just looking for a deal or people that are are wanting to buy something, whether it's on Amazon, whether it's on e-commerce, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't have to be necessarily an Amazon you know, deal site, right? It's actually probably better if it's not, all right? So what I would suggest is reaching out to influencers in your space, okay? Now, you said you own a marketing agency. You probably know people that you could align your product with or know how to do that or have someone on your team do that. That's what I would do. And then this way here, you only really have to, you know, get, you don't have to, but, you know, to me personally, it's part of the launch is you want to allocate like 100 
products, a hundred, uh, you know, hundred items that you can give away at a discount. Okay. And again, I don't really even want to use the term in exchange for review. It's more or less to get the algorithm, like getting your, getting your, uh, your product indexed in a sense to where you're going to start getting sales. And if your listing is well optimized, and this is a big mistake that a lot of people make is they just throw their listing up. They'll optimize it later. I would optimize it as best I can on day one, because when I start getting the traffic through these sales, that's going to also allow Amazon to see what my listing is about. Now, right alongside that, you're going to want to run pay-per-click, an auto campaign, and maybe a manual campaign, depending if you've already done some research on your competitors and if you were able to get a list of keywords. If you weren't, then you're just going to run an auto campaign, okay? And that auto campaign is going to then take your listing. This is why it's important to get the listing optimization right. Amazon is going to look at your listing, they're going to more or less scrape your listing, and they're going to see what your listing is about, what you know, what keywords are in there, and then it's going to start to target these keywords for people in your, in your market, and then you are going to show up for that. Now, if you've done your product research properly, you don't need to have hundreds of reviews. You might not need any. If you've turned on pay-per-click and you get one or two sales on day one, you know you're onto something, right? Now, the, the other part of this whole thing is right away, like day one, I would say you want a follow-up sequence in place, all right? Now, again, some people say, well, you're not really supposed to do, no, that's not true. You can follow up with your customers as long as you're not saying, hey, you just bought from me, give me a review. What it's more of is the customer service. Give them a reason to notice you. Give them a reason to say, wow, this business really reached out and made sure that I was happy. And then, maybe on the second email, you say, hey, can you do me a favor? Amazon wants to make sure that we're taking care of you and we want to make sure that we're taking care of you. Can you go let them know how we did? Can you give us some feedback? Like, that's it. Like, you don't have to say, go leave me a a five-star review. None of that stuff. Actually, I don't want you to do that. I want you to just get sales on day one, however that is, all right? And then from there, follow up with those customers. Now, if you've discounted the, and there's a little bit of a debate here, if you've discounted that product, you know, like really heavily, like 50% or more, they're saying that they don't, I I say they, people in this space, in our community, are saying, do not send those people a follow-up email. But me, I'm not saying, give me a review. I'm saying, like, just give feedback on how we did for you. And then sometimes, it'll naturally just turn into a review as well, right? So I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But again, you do what you want to do or anyone listening. um, But personally, I don't think there's an issue with that. That's just me, okay? I think as long as you do it gently and you do it in the way that you're you're actually honestly helping them or giving them an additional value or a resource. And I would always lead the email with something that I'm giving them. Hey, we just created three YouTube videos on how to play your new guitar, right? So head over there and check them out. They're, they're there for you for free, right? And then on the backside of that, it's like, and oh, can you do me a quick favor? Could you head over to Amazon and let them know how we did for you? Could you leave us feedback to let them know how we did? That would be awesome. Thanks so much and have fun playing your new guitar. And oh, by the way, here's the link again to the YouTube channel or whatever, right? Like something as simple as that. Like you're giving a resource or if you don't want to link out because some people say, well, you shouldn't really link out inside that email, which again, that's another debate. I've heard people saying that they do it and they do it successfully uh, and there's been no problems. But if you're at all nervous about that, then just create a PDF 
with those YouTube videos that are basically referenced to inside of there and maybe give like a little download guide of maybe uh, maybe some guitar scales or uh, maybe uh, parts of the lesson that are transcribed in there or something like that. And then you can go ahead and say, if you want to watch this video, click here inside the PDF. That way you're not linking directly out inside the email. I personally don't think that would be a problem. And if Amazon ever looked at that, they know that they're driving you to a YouTube video. You're not driving them to your e-commerce store where they're going to buy that product at a discount and not on Amazon. That's where the problem comes in. Now, I know I went a little bit on a tangent there in a good way, I hope, for you guys, because I want to give you guys the whole picture. It's not about me saying like, Yes, do this, do this, and do this. It's like these are all the things to me that make it easier for you to get ranked, to start getting reviews naturally, and you're not relying on friends and family and any of that stuff. Like you don't have to do that. Now, if you want to go down that route, I don't think that's going to be a problem. Just understand that if you do uh, reach out to friends and family, and if you've ever done business with your friends and family, meaning if you've ever shipped something to them or they've shipped something to you, you're automatically connected. Your accounts are connected. Amazon knows this. Amazon, I don't believe, would penalize you other than they're not going to count that review and it won't even show. Uh, So I would just, I wouldn't even go down that route at this stage of the game. I would just do what I just said. I would go out there and find uh, places where you can, you know, give a discount on your product to people that want to get, you know, product at a discount and then be really, really awesome to those people and everything else will flow. All right. So uh, yeah. And if you guys do want to automate that, I recommend Salesbacker. Um, That's the one that I currently use. Again, I'll link that up here. If you guys want the resources uh, of the other parts of this, like even like finding the deal sites and stuff, I have all that stuff linked up on the resources page again, which I'll link inside of the, uh, of the show notes, but that is very easy to find as well. It's the amazingseller.com forward slash resources and everything is there. And I'm always adding and updating that as we kind of evolve here. Uh, so, all right, guys, let's go ahead and listen to one more quick question and I'll give you my answer. We'll wrap this up. You guys can go on with your weekend and we will, uh, we'll get out of here. All right. So let's, uh, let's do this. Hi, Scott. This is Ari, uh, calling all the way from Barcelona. I know you would like to hear from people from far away. Uh, so I have a question. I am now uh, designing a product with a manufacturer in China and investing quite a bit of energy in uh, iterating Sue through the different designs. And I want to know, uh, what would you do? How would you talk to the provider in China to make sure that they don't recycle the design that you invested in and sell it to other customers? Is there any way, uh, is there any way to do that? I'm not sure if you covered it. Thank you very much. Great job. Love the podcast. Hey, Ari. What's up, man? Thank you so much. All the way from Barcelona. Yes, I do love to hear that. That is amazing and awesome that in today's world, we're able to do this, which is just crazy. Every time I get on a workshop, too, and we do like live Q&A at the end, and we're able to talk back and forth with people in different parts of the world or just even different states is pretty cool. Uh, But when you're able to, to reach people in Germany and uh, you know, China and uh, Japan and I mean, just all over the globe. It's just really awesome. The UK, Canada, you name it. I mean, I think we've had everyone uh, or we've had someone on in all different parts of the world just about, which is pretty awesome. So thank you for reminding me of that, Ari. So, all right. So this is actually a great question. And I don't think I've ever been asked this one this way. 
I love it because it's actually something that I'm going through right this second. And we are, uh, we're in the process of this. And honestly, I don't know exactly what the right or what the, the best way to do it, but I can tell you what I think you'll have to do and the steps that we're kind of taking. All right. So the first thing is, is you have to know, like, and trust your supplier. And it sounds like you do, but still, I mean, they're from another country and, you know, we're just kind of talking through Skype or whatever, right? So we don't really know, know them, but you start to work with them. You, you start to know them. Now, I would say the very first thing that we're doing is we're having them write or actually sign, we're having it written, uh, an agreement. And that agreement states that once they create this thing, this mold, let's say, it will belong to us, okay, our company. Now, we would have them sign that. You would probably want to have, we are anyway, have an attorney write this document up, have them sign it, and now you have something that is official. But now you probably saying to yourself, like I I do too, well, what's going to stop them from doing that, right? I mean, they can do that in two seconds. What are we going to do? We're going to hire a team of attorneys to go to China and to to fight this thing? Uh, Probably not. Uh, I mean, I don't know about you, but me, it's like, no, I'm probably not going to do that. But here's another thing that you can do is you can have your brand name embedded inside of that product somewhere. So if if it's a mold that you're having created, it's going to be part of that mold. Okay. That was actually something that was reminded to me of, uh, or by my good friend, Dom sugar, cause that's what he's done in the past. And, uh, we were going through this process and I thought to myself, like, I'm wondering if that's common or not, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to ask him to do it anyway. And they've already agreed to do it. All right, so they've already agreed to sign this uh, this document, okay? They've also agreed to put our stamp inside of the mold, and why this is important too, guys, is because if someone does end up using that product that we've created with this mold, well, guess what? Our brand is going to be stamped inside of there, and it's going to be very hard to alter that unless... Some way they go in there and they can mask over top of that somehow, which would be probably a lot of work and it would mess up the mold. So it's probably not going to happen, but it's another thing now that we have stamped in our brand. And if someone comes on and starts to sell or hijack our listing with our own product, well, we know that we're the only ones that are able to sell it. And now we can show Amazon, Hey, look it, this is ours. This is theirs. You, you can't, they, they can't sell it, you know? So now we have something to go even deeper than just saying like, well, we've got, you know, special markings on our box, right? Well, they can do that too. Uh, if they find out that we have something inside our box, they can buy our product and see what it is and then create that. Now, these are all different things that a hijacker would look at and go, ah, it's too much work. I'm probably not going to do it. But if you are concerned that someone's going to copy your product and rip it off, especially something that you've put in a lot of time and energy into, then I would say if if you can, if you can create, if you're making a mold or making some type uh, or some part of it that is branded, then I would have that stamped right inside of it. And I'm talking not just like lettering. I'm talking like it's embossed inside of that thing. So if you were selling a garlic press and you were, uh, I don't know, XYZ Kitchens, you would have XYZ Kitchens 
embossed right into the handle somewhere, whether it's underneath it or on the side, however you wanted to do that. Very easy for them to do it when they're creating your mold. And if you're spending money on a mold, you know, that could be 2,500 and probably all the way up to 15, 20, $30,000, depending on how many different components. So that's something I would definitely do. But the very first thing is have them sign a document. It's also going to let them know that you have a document signed and it's also going to probably remind them that they shouldn't do that even if they were thinking of doing it in the future. So that's what I would do. Definitely go and make sure that you have an attorney, write something up, probably not going to be that expensive, uh, and uh, and then from there, at least you feel as though you've covered all the bases that you can. Now, the third part of this would be a patent, all right? That's the other thing that we're working on right now is we're looking to see what it will cost us to just file for the patent and then at least have pending or uh, patent pending. So now if we have patent pending, it's another measure that we have there in place that will also make someone think, they'll think twice about it. They, they'll be like, oh my gosh, okay, well, they've got their thing in Boston there, they've got paperwork, and there's a patent pending, right? So we don't have to finalize that patent until we've been approved technically, but we still have to file it. So I don't know the cost on that right now. I'm actually in the process of figuring that out, but that's something that you'd want to contact a patent attorney. I'm actually working with one right now. If everything works out with that one, I would be more than happy to uh, recommend recommend him uh, or her uh, or their company, but uh, I don't know that yet, so I can't I can't do that. All I can say is I'm working on it, all right? But that's what I would do. Those are like the three different things that you're going to need to do to make sure that you can uh, that you can cover yourself here, all right? So uh, definitely, definitely do that. Hopefully, this has been helpful to anyone out there that's thinking about creating their own unique product or making a very, very uh, major uh, change to something that requires a mold or some other type of adjustment, making sure that you get this thing protected so they don't just go out there, your, your manufacturer, and just start stamping it out for a bunch of other different uh, you know, sellers, and now all of a sudden you've got all this competition with a product that you technically created or differentiated. So you definitely want to make sure that you, uh, that you do all of that stuff, all right? So let's go ahead and wrap this baby up. I want to say again, thank you so much for allowing me to get to session 100 of Ask Scott because you guys have been submitting your questions, and if you have any other questions or if you haven't asked one yet and you want to, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash ask, and uh, yeah, we can go ahead and uh, potentially air it here on an upcoming show. I want to remind you, though, we're going to do something really cool, and that is we're going to give away one session or a half hour session to one individual. And I say we, it's going to be myself and Chris Schaefer. We're going to hop on a call. We can strategize. We can do a hot seat. Whatever you want to do for those 30 minutes, we're going to do. And all you have to do to enter is head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash tell, that's T-E-L-L, and tell us, number one, how long have you been a TAS podcast listener? That's number one, real easy. Just how long you've been a listener? About, doesn't have to be exact. And then number two, what is one thing that you've learned or had a takeaway or an aha moment since listening to the podcast? That's all you have to do, just those two things. And then what we're gonna do is we are going to enter everyone into a virtual hat. We're going to calculate one number. One number is gonna be spit out of this this, uh, randomizer tool. And then we're gonna select the one in order that they were submitted, so by number. And then we'll pick one winner. And I'm also gonna, I'm gonna also pick like three or four other 
other winners for some t-shirt prizes. I have some limited runs on some t-shirts. I have a take action t-shirt. I have the original, the amazing seller with the garlic press t-shirt. I have a couple other ones from our other events that we did in, we did one in Denver and we did one in Arizona and that's TIS Breakthrough Live. So we have those. So I'm going to do a few other ones in there as well, just to have a little bit of fun to celebrate this hundredth session of Ask Scott. So if you want to participate, head over there. There is a deadline. We are going to be cutting it off at March 24th again, because, well, we want to give it a few weeks from the time that this airs. And uh, if it's after the fact and you're listening to this, that's okay. You can still go over there and tell me those two things. And who knows, maybe randomly I'm going to go over there and just start giving away some t-shirts or something, or maybe even another session at some point in time. So just go over there, have fun, and uh, and just let us know a little bit about you and, uh, and how you heard of the podcast and maybe one thing that the podcast has helped you with so far. All right. So guys, that's pretty much going to wrap up this episode. Remember, everything can be found on the show notes at the amazingseller.com forward slash 328. You can find all the goodies over there, transcripts, show notes, everything will be there uh, for you to uh, to grab. All right. So uh, guys, remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I am rooting for you, but you have to, you have to come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, take action. Have an awesome, amazing day. And I'll see you right back here on the next episode.